Hey, beautiful mamas. Welcome to Daily Mom Joy with Relly. How are you mamas out there doing with back to school season? It's begun, right? Our summer vibes have been hijacked by the back to school emails and supply list and endless forms and invitations for school events and volunteerings and lists just seem endless, right? So I've found with my mom friends or moms in my family that there are two types of moms. I know I'm not supposed to be categorizing, but I've just found this. There are my moms that totally live for this shit. Like these are my moms that have their supply lists done weeks ahead. They have their supply list perfectly labeled. Everything's set aside. They have their calendars color-coded. They actually use the stickers that come in their planners. They are just rocking it. And no, there are my moms that are clinging on to summer for dear life, grasping at it, right? Supply lists are perhaps still in the works, or they're at a minimum in their target bags. The stress is just getting to them, right? The wine pours are maybe getting a little heavier in the days ahead, perhaps. So if this is you, then you're in the right place because today I am giving you five ways to win over back to school stress. Now, I'm going to remind everyone that regardless if you're the mom that still has the supply lists in the works or maybe haven't even started, or you're the mom that's had the supply list ready to go for the weeks, you guys are all still amazing, okay? Let me remind you, you are amazing, mom. There is no right or wrong way. However, if you're super stressed, then whatever you're doing just simply isn't serving you, right? So there's not a right or wrong way, guys. It's do things either serve us or do they not serve us? So you may be one of my moms that lives for this shit, but how do you feel? How is it making you feel? Are you stressed out? Because if you're driving yourself into an endless task-driven existence, then time to reevaluate, okay? And if that's the case, then this episode is also for you. So today I wanna offer five tools, five actionable things that you can do to manage that stress. Because if you're stressed out, then you know that flows into our kids, guys, and our families, and we don't want that. Okay, so I want to start off, number one, by asking you what your belief is about school. You may be like, huh, what do you mean? I mean, if I ask you to write out the words, back to school is blank, fill in that blank. What's the first thing that pops into your mind? For example, if your initial response is, back to school is stressful, then that's a good indicator that your general belief about back to school is stressful. Okay, so why does this matter? Well, glad you asked. Remember, if you've heard other episodes, our values, our beliefs are our general view of certain situations. They shape the way we think about them. Okay, so think of this as our beliefs fuel our thoughts. And our thoughts are what we typically act on right? They're what drives our emotions. So if you have a general belief that back to school is stressful, then what do you think you're going to experience? It's going to be stressful. Get what I mean? So one thing that you can do is replace your belief with a better one and then practice it. Now, this doesn't mean you have to love back to school, okay? It's not like, okay, now you have to wear an I love back to school t-shirt. But again, our language matters. What we say to ourselves matters. 
because what we tell our brains, that's where we're going to go. So if we're constantly associating stress with back to school, then, you know, we want at a minimum to replace it with something least stressful. So I'll give you a couple ideas. So back to school is temporary. Ah, you like that, right? Guess what? Like everything, back to school season will pass. Remember, one of the big lies we find in our cognitions, our thoughts, is that we trick ourselves into thinking that our problems are permanent. Back to school isn't permanent. Eventually, the routine's going to set. The supplies are going to be what they are. Our kids resolve with what they have. And then life moves on. And then before we know it, we're back into summer again. Other beliefs you can play around with are back to school is an adventure. Now, we can view school supply hunting as treasure hunting, right? You're like me. I'm still trying to find kinetic sand in sand color, by the way. I find it in every other freaking color except the sand color. But I'm I'm like about to go to the beach and get actual sand. But you you know what we're talking about, right? So we can see the schedules and those obstacles as challenges, right? As stress, or we can just see them as opportunities to fine tune our critical thinking skills. So hope you get that uh, um, that idea, right? So the meaning we apply to our quote unquote problems is ultimately what we're going to experience. So the task for you is identify your current belief and then replace it with one that just serves you better. Okay, another way of winning over school stress is to check in with your inner voice. I talk about this a lot, guys, and there's a reason for that because it matters, okay? It matters how we talk to ourselves. Are you commanding or gently reminding yourself of the things on your to-do list? Check in with those thoughts. How are you actually talking to yourself about your to-do list? I know that sounds a little wacky, guys, but it it matters. It matters. I don't know how else to say it. It matters. What happens when we yell at our kids? Okay. When we yell at our kids, think about that. What actually happens? They may move a hell of a lot faster. Okay. Just out of pure fear. My Latina moms know exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. But does it ultimately ever make the situation better? When we yell at our kids, do we usually feel warm and fuzzy after? I don't think so. I have yet talked to a mom that was like, oh, yes, I yelled at my kids and it felt so good. We're so much closer now and we're really getting somewhere. Oh, let's get real. For most of us, if and when, because it happens, we get to the boiling point and we lose our shit, we usually feel terrible afterwards. So. Ask yourself, how do you think you feel if your inner voice is constantly yelling at you to get things done? You haven't gotten the school supplies yet. You forgot to get the right uniform size or the right shirt size. You missed one of the 10,000 freaking emails that you got. You forgot to sign up for a PTA meeting. You didn't fill out a form. There's plenty, I'm sure, that you can nag yourself about. But what does that do to your motivation? What does that do to your confidence level as a mom or your stress level in general? So please, I'm going to ask you, check in with that. 
and gently redirect yourself to be a little nicer to yourself, okay? It's called self-compassion. Some ways you can do this is just by simply saying to yourself, all right, I made a mistake. Honor it, right? I'm accomplishing a lot right now and I'm gonna try something different, right? I love saying I'm accomplishing because we are constantly accomplishing things. So it's a, it's a good verbiage. It's a good reminder. Or just simply say to yourself, you know what? I forgive myself for talking shitty to myself today and I'm committing to being kinder to myself. Gentle reminders, I promise you guys, will still get you your to-do list done, okay? It'll still get them done. You'll just be a little less bruised when you get there. So it's a win-win. Now, third way of winning over back-to-school stress, start with your strengths. What are you really good at? So I'll tell you, my sister is like ridiculously good at being organized, like uber good. If you ever want to pack for a trip, that's the person you want to talk to. So if you're like my sister and you have amazing organizational skills, then start there. Look at your to-do list. Where in your to-do list requires you to be um, very well organized? And then start there. If communication skills are your strong suit, then start with anything on your to-do list that requires communication. Maybe a parent-teacher meeting, right? Maybe you need to set some standards for the school year. Um, Maybe something that you're worried about that you want to address proactively when you've been putting it off, but you're really good at communicating. So you're trying to get you to do organizational stuff, but you're really good at communicating. Start there. All right. So once you start checking things off, and this is the whole idea. Once you start checking things off, you're going to gain momentum, right? To continue. And you'll feel really good about that. Okay. Fourth way, my favorite, up the self-care, ladies. Now, this is a season that does require extra energy, right? Extra resources, extra time. What happens usually during flu season or someone in the house gets sick or if you're getting ready for travel? A good idea is usually to prepare your immune system. So, you know, you up your vitamin C, you take all the right stuff. My natural mamas are nodding their heads right now and they're like, yep, I got my essential oils ready when that happens. I got my elderberry when that happens. I know exactly who to call when that happens. So upping your self-care is necessary when we're giving more energy because we have to replace it. Right. So, you know, putting more energy out, we need to replace it. We need to refill our cups. We have to recharge those batteries. You may be wondering, how the hell does that math work? Right. How does more time for back to school equals to more time for self care? The reality is that we can schedule self care daily. Okay. We trick ourselves into thinking that, you know, we we can't, but we really do. We really do. I'm a huge fan of scheduling it because if it's scheduled, then it's more likely to happen. You know, we prioritize it. And when we prioritize it in our time management, instead of leaving it as an afterthought, then we're more likely to follow through with it. Okay. So if you've heard in other episodes, all you need is at least 15 minutes, 15 minutes. That's it. We, We can find 15 minutes on our schedule, right, ladies? Some of you are probably wanting to strangle me right now. 15 minutes, what? But 15 minutes of consistently doing something each day, that's going to build a habit, okay? We have to prioritize it. So 
you know, think to yourself, what is something that you can start doing right now to prepare for this season? So maybe 15 minutes of reading, right? Or starting the morning with 15 minutes of stretching or journaling before you start the day. So I'll share mine. My goal is actually to touch my yoga mat every morning. Just to touch it. That's it. That's my goal. I don't set myself a time limit because I've noticed that if I just say I'm going to touch the yoga mat, that's a pretty easy goal to get to, right? Because I just got to touch it. And once I touch it, it feels good. And I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll do my yoga stretches because I know it go- it's good for me. I know it serves me. I feel great afterwards. And then I found it that then the minimum I stay is 15 minutes. So it works. So just find what works for you, but up the self-care. Last but not least, mamas, is lean in for your for support, okay? We are all either in your shoes right now dealing with similar situations or there's a seasoned mom out there that's been there and can share her wisdom. So if you're like me, I've got high schoolers and I've got one little guy that's starting daycare for the first time this week. I'm giving myself extra self-compassion these days because I know I need it. It's a lot of adjustment. And with adjustments come a lot of emotions. So think, who can you call or just talk to about the things that are freaking you out? Because it's okay. It's okay that some of these things are freaking us out. Once we say them out loud, usually we feel pretty good afterwards, right? Especially if we have somebody else that's saying, oh, yes, girl, I know. (laughs) I'm freaking out about the same thing. Or I'm also freaking out about this other thing. So. Set some time aside for that support. Maybe that could be your self-care. You know, and if you don't have someone, journal your emotions. I'm a huge fan of journaling. Um, as long as we we get it out of our heart, out of our mind, and into paper, out into the universe, right? We release it into the universe. So, mamas, the moral of the story is there's no right or wrong way to do back to school. Okay? There isn't. But There are ways that are either serving you or not serving you. You just have to figure out what is and isn't. And I'm hoping that at least you can take one or all five of these tools and apply them to yourself to make your back-to-school season a little bit more manageable and not as stressful. So I hope you found this um, episode helpful. I wish you all an amazing back to school season to all the kiddos out there, to all my teachers and to all the mamas that are teachers. God bless you. You've got double duty. So let joy be your default, ladies. And I will talk to you mamas next week.